Hi, I'm Jenny Copeland. And I'm Vice And we're co-authors of Drive Through Success, Three Simple Steps to Creating a Life of Happiness and Fulfillment. Welcome to our podcast. Join Jenny, Vary, and their groupie Gary, that's me, here every week whilst we discuss the secrets of success and cover the values, principles, and concepts in the Drive Through Success book. Remember that the best way for you to get maximum value from the podcast and to go on your own Secrets of Success journey is to buy the Drive Through Success book. It's available on Amazon, on Kindle, and you can even get your own signed copy direct from our website, drive-throughsuccess.com. Remember that the through is spelled T-H-R-U. Okay, welcome everybody to this week's podcast. I'm Gary Halton. I'm here with Jenny and Barry. Welcome. Hello. Hello. And this week, the subject is, I'm not sure I want to say this, avoid people who have a problem for every solution. Mm-hmm. I think I'm, I might keep out of this conversation straight away. Um, where, where do we start with that one? Jenny. <laughs> Jenny, indeed. It's a, good, it's a good chapter though, isn't it? Where do we start? I think... I think it just says what it is. So there are people in this world who are hardwired to be oppositional and difficult and... Dream stealers. Well, to be fair, to be really fair, there are people who are hardwired to be analytical and to be cautious and to be considerate. So I suppose there's something about how you choose to... Like experience the world. I was and, going to say, I think I'm that kind of person. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> and then, and then there are people who are, you know, uh, fools rush in, who are potentially see possibility and opportunity that maybe don't even exist, and are overly optimistic and positive. And Gary's pointing at himself, and Vari's pointing to me. <laughs> And and it and it certainly takes it certainly takes all sorts. Um, this chapter isn't really talking about the the analytics, the people that are analytical and are balanced, because I think they're really really valuable. Um, these people just are the dower, the the energy vampires. You know, the people who yeah. walk in a room and just suck the oxygen out, and <laughs> and you you know, I, the the people that you can look at and suddenly feel like crap because you just know that they're having a bad day even when it's a brilliant day yeah continuously continuously eeyore bless him yeah. and, and again yeah. you see i don't because because like the modern theory of eeyore is that eeyore was a manic depressive mm-hmm. um and and i'm not talking about manic depressives or depressives because i think that's different again um i think it's just people who are hardwired to to be negative. Mm-hmm. Well, we had, we had, uh, years ago when I used to work in the local development field, we we had a, a, a an official word for people that were kind of like that, and we called it learned helplessness. They were yes. the people that that seemed to have developed over the years to that they've learned to be that way, and and that's their lot. They just that's their lot in life. That's it. They, and because they were the people at that time when I was working in that field, they were the people that were of most interest to us in turning that around and trying to get them out of that kind of mm. learned it's almost as if they've been trained to be like it mm. you know i've i've even got I've, I've got a lot of compassion really for people that um that are a product of a system mm. that creates that 
that condition. Yeah. So it's not, you know, yeah. it's not even it's not even those people to be honest. I think it's a it's a breed unto themselves. Mm. Um, yeah, I guess I'm just thinking about what we were talking about in the last in the last podcast mm. about the fact that um, you know these people have a story. Oh yeah. And maybe you know, and and we also have a story. So at this point in time in your story this person is one of these people that has a problem for every solution but maybe they're not always like that and maybe they're only like that in your story mm-hmm. no absolutely and, and I'm, said, I'm glad you said story not company that's <laughs> <laughs> something else yeah but but I guess the other you know in terms of vibrational management and law of attraction and and you know drive through success uh, theory mm-hmm. Or the secret theory. So for me, this is an interesting one because because I think there is something around the vibration that I am at and the vibration that other people are at, and and that yeah, actually this is really helpful because it's just kind of I'm cooking up a, a hypothesis here. So so on a day to day basis, I probably would never I would never notice these people. Mm-hmm. So. They would not, you know, they wouldn't show up in my universe because, because generally my vibration is at a level that, um, if I if I see somebody with a bone structure and facial muscle tone and their face is fundamentally looking like an upside down moon, <laughs> then I don't talk to them. <laughs> I wouldn't gravitate towards them because I, I would if, if I smile at somebody and they don't smile back, mm-hmm. then there is no there's no communication. Yeah. So, so you you would come across people like this probably most often because Jenny, you do like um, development sessions in groups. Mm-hmm. So I bet you when you're doing that, you come across people who's instantly recognisable that they're just sitting there and that they're going to come up against everything that you propose and they're going to resist every attempt that you make to either mediate or uh, get them to come out of themselves. Yeah, so so I think I think I think that was where I was getting to is yeah. that actually the 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 circumstances that mean that you have to interact with yeah. people like this is either because you're paid to do so, mm-hmm. i.e. at work, or it's in a service industry where they're providing service and you know you're having to have an exchange with them, um, which is unavoidable because they're the person they're the agent that that you're dealing with. But you're right, there is. You know, in my in my field of work, um, I do do come across my fair share of people who seem to be processing the objections to not, and it's not not necessarily about me. It could no. be about the group's conversation yeah. or, or the reason that or the organisation, yeah, whoever it was you know. that decided they should be there, um, and and are are kind of hardwired to that to that um, as you say, you know, learned helplessness, negativity. Uh, resistance resistance to change mm-hmm. um and how do you how do you deal with that in a situation like that where you're you're leading a group and there's somebody like that you know mm-hmm. pushing up against you every at every attempt mm-hmm. what do you do well you might be surprised to know the answer to that is to show a really genuine interest in that person's story that person's experience that person's concerns or fears, mm-hmm. um, give them a voice. Yeah, you know, give them a voice and find a way that they can express their 
their underlying beliefs and experience that brings them to to their truth because mm-hmm. it's their truth and again maybe i guess you know when you're forced to be in a situation with somebody like that is is think they have a story maybe something's kind of going on with them i'm just kind of thinking like um i had to teach yoga classes in some in gyms sometimes so there mm-hmm. are people there that go because the yoga class is on not necessarily because they want to come to my class mm-hmm. if you know what i mean so mm-hmm. you do come across people where they do seem resistant in every way and they don't seem to want to connect to the general energy of the room yeah um and i kind of i kind of you know try and really say to myself you know that person might be going through some really rough stuff or have done in their life and that's kind of why they've ended up that way yep um, and actually maybe they're getting a lot more out of the experience than i am assuming uh-huh. they yeah. are yeah and and a couple of things pop up there so number one there's something around noticing that that the danger is it's it becomes about my ego your mm-hmm. ego versus somebody else's um energy and and also as you say you know recognizing that we're all on a journey we're mm-hmm. all um we're all on our own paths we're all on our own you know position within that journey and and somebody else's lived experience is their lived experience mm-hmm. um what, what, what about family Right, so because I mean, the, obviously, the, the have you noticed the, we totally avoid? I know I, you, you did, you did, and I'm, I'm just thinking, oh, well, not, oh, not, not, not even necessarily um, family, but people that are already in your life that are, uh, or the kind of people that have a problem for you know, uh, you know, for every solution. Uh-huh. Um, you know how how because you, you can't really av- well you can avoid them yeah, I suppose. I think yeah. How does that work? Can I, can I ask yeah, I guess what I've learned to do is because I I am a bit out there with a lot of things and mm. my family think I'm a bit crazy a lot of the time. <laughs> let's just say that and and probably I, I have a different way of looking at things and uh, than them. And I guess for for me, what I've kind of learned is not just with my family but with other people around you is just consistently be yourself. And if you are consistently true to yourself, they'll get used to it mm. and they they will learn to just kind of laugh at you even though they would never do the things that you're doing or take the risks that you're taking they kind of come round I think everybody comes round if you are consistently showing up as yourself and not giving any excuses for it so I don't know if I've kind of gone off on a tangent there with that but no, I think I think that's probably for for family. Then I think yeah. that probably works. But I, I mean, just just to give you an example, years ago, maybe even eight eight ten years ago, I'm not sure now. There there were there were a particular couple. There was a couple in our life that were relatively negative all the time. They were just negative all the time. And in the end, we as Let's a family play name that couple. No, well, I'm not. I can't do that. I can't, I can't do that. But if you write in it and drive dash through. Um, no, but it, we we ended up having to sort of write them out of our story. Yeah, and I think I think you do have to in some mm. cases, and and thankfully I haven't had to do it. But I do think for some people mm. in family situations, for a period of time, they mm. have to do that too. Yeah, and I think that's really sad, and it's probably one of the the kind of hardest decisions people will have to make. Mm. But if somebody is really bringing you down, and you can't, you know, you can't. You, there is no room for you to be yourself and to love yourself. No. Um, then I, I do yeah. think that sometimes that's 
I think ironically, you know, so I think the irony of this, and it'd be interesting to understand what happened with you and that couple, but my experience is, is that I've, I've not actually cut anybody out of my life, but it's interesting the people that have chosen to walk away yeah. and exclude themselves. Mm, now, what, now, whatever their story is about that, and I think Vari said, you know, people are very good at making the other person wrong. Um, interestingly, all the people that have walked out of my life have never never taken time to explain to me why. Really? <laughs> so, um, yeah, so it's quite, it's quite interesting. And I think Vari says, you know, at the end of the day, you have to be true to yourself. Mm. Mm-hmm. I've, I've, you know, if any, of you, if any of those people are listening, I've never stopped loving anybody. Yeah. Um, and that, you know, that's the other thing about yeah. that, whether they've cut you out or you've cut yeah. them out, you can still love and care about people and decide that right now yeah. I can't have point. you in my energy mm. because yeah. I, I can't actually... I can't thrive around it, mm. yeah. so I really need to take yeah. myself away and maybe be more around people who are, you know, yeah. encouraging the good energy. I'm going to try that Dr. Seuss now. Help me out on this one, Barry oh. or Gary. That was that Dr. Seuss thing about you know, be yourself because at the end of the day, the people that matter won't mind, mind and the, the people, people who mind won't matter. Yes. No, have I said Set that wrong? Mind. I don't know. Try it again. Only no green ham and eggs. People who matter won't won't mind, mind. and the people who don't matter. No, the people who mind don't matter. That's it. That's it. Try it again. Say it again properly. So the people who matter don't mind, and the people who mind don't Don't matter. matter. Very good. That's it. Very good. And I I think there's a lot of truth in that. um, Yeah. That, you know, I've got lots of friends who over the years will have done things which could have jeopardised our friendship. And I've, you know, partly because of unconditional love, but I've, I'm still friends with those people. Um, and we've worked through difficulties that we've had and family, and family members. Um, so, you know, at the end of the day, the people that really matter will continue to show up in your life. Yeah, and, and they'll, yeah, if people really love you, they will, they will be there. And I think I have learned that because I think I used to be very much a people pleaser and I would just do whatever other people wanted to do, probably resentfully a lot of the time. Mm. And I think the thing with that is people people notice the resentment and yeah. then, you know, you're not doing any, do any favours there. No. Um, but, yeah. Yeah. And, and, and I suppose just one light little final thing, because it's probably about last week and this week, and it's the, I think it's worth... Um, so, so I think there is something about what can we do to help ourselves in situations where we start to notice that things are going a little bit wrong, mm-hmm. and it and it comes from this place about um, expectation breeds dissatisfaction. It expectation robs happiness Definitely. in situations. Yeah, mm. because if somebody has an expectation of you and you don't live up to it, then clearly they're going to be unhappy with you. Yeah, and but, vice versa. And vice versa. But how often do we never? take time to have that conversation about what do we expect yeah what we're hoping for what's our expectation and and for somebody to say i think your expectations are too high and i can't live up to that or vice versa so so i think that you know so if somebody in your life is negative it's probably worthy conversation to begin with saying you know is it what am i doing it goes back to what vari said you know start with your own self-assessment as to am i doing something that's creating or contributing to this um and and but allow yourself to be you because yeah we're not on this planet to just please people no and i think you know um, you know 
people who have a problem for every solution, if you really believe in what you're doing, then it doesn't matter how many people don't or do come up with a problem for everything that you're doing or who do come up against you. It doesn't matter. No. And you don't actually care. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Mm. You can you can oh well, fine. <laughs> I'm still gonna do it. Brilliant. Well, uh, thank you again. Very uh, brilliant podcast. And as I said last week, I'm I'm off to go and get a very big sleep because um, that's another one that's just knocked me for six. But that's absolutely brilliant. Thank you very much. And thanks everybody for listening. And please join us again next week. Remember that uh, the podcast will be available on the website, and it's available on iTunes. Um, there's the opportunity on the website to leave us a comment and tell us what you think and leave some feedback. And you can also do that on on Facebook. So. Hopefully we'll, we'll get to see you on Facebook. I think as well, if anybody's got any specific questions or yeah. topics they'd like us to explore, um, or indeed if anybody knows anybody that they'd like to hear as a guest speaker or you know join in the conversation, that would be great too. Yeah, brilliant. Or nominate themselves. Yeah. No, please let us I know. I like Russell Brand. <laughs> Six wow. degrees of separation. So right, somebody out there can contact us. Yeah. Bring in Russell Brand. Yes. We're up yeah. for it. Let's do it. Uh, thanks very much. Or Oprah Winfrey. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you.